The Voices of Search podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything podcast network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. Bridge Toll, California, customer service number. Highway miles to the gallon, Ford Focus. Thailand Cave Rescue Operation. What is Schema F? Best wine bars in San Carlos, California. Best Western hotels. How old is Ronaldo? What happened with Big Brother? What's a good engagement? How long before a wedding should I send out many save the dates? The first Use IMAP to check email on other email clients. Identify fonts from where to find the Welcome to the Voices of Search podcast and I Hear Everything production. In this podcast, we'll share the news, knowledge, and strategies you need to navigate the ever-changing world of SEO. Ready to expedite your company's organic growth efforts? Sit back, relax, and get ready for your daily dose of search engine optimization wisdom. Here's today's host of the Voices of Search podcast, Jordan Cooney. Hello, SEOs. My name is Jordan Cooney from Previsible. And this week, we're going to be discussing effective enterprise SEO management and some of the challenges and opportunities that come within that territory. Joining me is Jarrett Weathersby, who is the global SEO manager at Healer Packard Enterprise, also known as HPE. HPE is a global edge to cloud company built to transform businesses. HPE is helping enterprises connect, protect, analyze, and act on data and applications, whether they are live, from edge to cloud, or just turning insights into outcomes. And this podcast is also sponsored by Ahrefs. What if I told you that you could monitor your website's SEO health, backlinks, and organic rankings at no costs? Sounds too good to be true? Well, it's not. Because my friends at Ahrefs just launched Ahrefs Webmaster Tools. Ahrefs' new Webmaster Tools product quickly helps you improve your site's visibility by pointing solutions to over 100 technical issues that might be holding your search performance down. Plus, AWT monitors for backlinks so you'll know the most linked-to pages and how those links are affecting your rankings, and AWT shares what keywords your website ranks for and compares how you stack up against competitors for key metrics like search volume, keyword difficulty, and traffic value. Look, monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools. And now, thanks to Ahrefs, that's not the case anymore because AWT will help you monitor your SEO health, backlinks, and keywords for free. And no, it's not one of those 14-day free trial offers. It's a powerful site audit tool that will keep working for you for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. Yesterday, Jarrett and I talked about getting stakeholder buy-in. And today, we're going to continue our conversation by discussing optimizing SEO process at an enterprise level. Okay, here's my conversation with Jarrett Weathersby the Global SEO Manager at Hewlett Packard Enterprise. Jarrett, welcome back to the show. Glad to be back. All right. So yesterday we talked a lot about buy-in. We talked about how you secure that buy-in through understanding the language and the terminology of your stakeholder. We talked about transforming buy-in into action and how you can get momentum around your SEO plan. And we also kind of shared some insights in terms of just 
transitioning your career from being an agency member to, to being an in-house member. You know, today we're really going into the process, right? Like really what you do. And, and specifically, you know, we talked about this briefly as we were prepared for the show. We're going to be talking about technical SEO, how we can leverage technical SEO and drive technical SEO process in an organization. Before we dive into that, Jared, give me a little bit of lay of the land. How does process get done in a company as big as HPE? Who do you have to contact when uh, core web vitals go bonkers? Or what happens when all of a sudden all your internal links are going to the wrong URL? Tell me, how does that structure work and who's who and what are the parties you're working with? Yeah, I mean, funny enough, when you said the internal links were going the wrong way, we had a situation where that happened. Thankfully, it was small enough to where it didn't affect the site too much, but there was, you know, a little bit of damage. But as far as reaching out to people, I mean, a company this size, you have to make, you know, time available for several people, such as, you know, your, the web development team, the PM for the publishing team, the stakeholders themselves. Some of them don't want you touching their products because they do X amount of dollars and, you know, making modifications in the middle of a cadence is considered taboo. So lots of moving pieces, even to the point where even if you want to put an image to increase engagement on a website, you will have to talk to at least two to three different people just so that you can either get it approved or find the correct picture that represents the product favorably. So, you know, everybody is on the same sheet of music. Exactly. And, and with respect to getting folks all on the same page, right, and getting everyone kind of moving in the same direction, where, what mechanisms are you using for this? Specifically, I'm looking at like, are you using certain meetings? Is there a certain set of processes or, or ways of working? You know, like a lot of organizations will use things like a process, like a product requirements document or some sort of specific way of communicating in these asks. Definitely when talking about products, especially at HP size, there are product guidelines that you do have to follow when making modifications or creating new pages, talking about specific products uh, on the page. You know, re referring to that is probably the first thing that you do just so that you have some type of structure you can build around. Next, when we are creating content specifically or creating a new task to inject you know, new content onto the website, definitely want to reference some of our subject matter experts. You know, they've had 10 to 15 years of experience into the field, and we definitely want to lean on their knowledge as much as possible because, again, content is still king, especially with the, you know, the advent of, of the AI and how they're scraping websites and they want the best information possible. We'll probably be leaning even more on some of those subject matter experts just so that, you know, we have the product well-defined as well as, you know, expertise on the product that can help out traffic. I know we typically use something like Jira to get some of our web processes such as, web development, you know, link changes, uh, things along those lines. And if we're uh, putting content or images on the site, we'll, we'll lean on the publishing team and do something along those lines. As far as like keyword research, I'm pretty sure we all use the standard tools of SEMrush and, and Ahrefs. We also utilize some more enterprise level keyword tracking like SEO Clarity or, or Bright Edge, just so because the scale and the amount of keywords that we're tracking across, you know, several different regions, 
They just have the scale that we can use so that we can make a more cohesive decision compared to something like SEMrush or Ahrefs. Sure. And, you know, it's, it's interesting, right? Like there's the transition of the managing the process of getting something published or something written to the tracking and kind of the, the management of the tracking and, and performance components of, of an effort. Staying just for a second here on the work itself, how do you deal with escalations in process, right? Whether they be technical or content, right? We got a code red, right? You know, the website's fully down. You know, we've got a, a serious issue with a piece of content that maybe is not the URL changed or something, it's not redirect, something that is warrants action quickly. How do you guys take that kind of action in an organization like HP? Yeah, I think first it deals with spotting the problem first and foremost, seeing if there was some surrounding problems or surrounding damage that, that came from the initial problem. Presenting that information to, uh, we have a search lead, so we'll present that information to them. And if they deem it, you know, extremely serious, then they'll they'll get it to the necessary stakeholders to make some of those changes. Now, most of the time, you know, we don't have something that egregious because there's a lot of things that are planned months and months and months into advance for things to get shut down. And if they keep, you know, everybody who is in SEO on my team in the loop, we can mitigate some of those those disastrous results. But as far as, you know, trying to get engagement and we're seeing rank traffic getting lost to some of our competitors, which is probably more of what everybody's experiencing, definitely on a quarter by quarter basis because HPE is such a big ship and you have to tell the captain that you got to go through several tranches of information as well as authority, just putting it into those slide decks and making sure your information is correct backward and forward just so that when you do make your case on, we need to include an image here, we need to you know, explore these keywords on this particular product, we need to spruce up and make Core Web Vitals a high priority because our you know, competition is gaining on us or they're surpassing us. Providing that information and understanding how we can you know, either increase our market share for next to no money or increase our market share for, for little money is one way that you can include into your process on how you can, you know, push your agenda forward. Time for a one minute break to hear from our sponsor, Previsible. So you're looking for SEO help and you got a couple of options. You could start replying to spam from agencies that claim they can get you to rank number one on Google. You can pay an hourly rate for a consultant who will inevitably nickel and dime you with hourly charges. Or you can work with a cookie cutter agency to quickly launch a strategy-less project with low success rate. None of those sound very good, now do they? Well, that's where Previsible's integrated consulting model comes in. Previsible draws from a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to unlock your organic growth opportunities. They build custom solutions that combine strategy, technical expertise, content, and reporting to effectively operationalize SEO for your business. Previsible's four-stage approach ensures that your SEO programs thrive by starting off with a strategy-first approach. Then they support you in your efforts to create quality content, help you identify technical issues, and most importantly, they'll work with your cross-functional teams to integrate your SEO strategies to make sure that your SEO budget actually drives results, not just your agency's bottom line. 
So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, Square, all who rely on the SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's previsible, P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. So interestingly enough, right, like SEO process is a unique beast because when it's all working and everything's flowing and everything's getting published and everything's ranking and everything's getting traffic, no one's calling us. Right. No one picks up the phone and say, hey, Jared, man, you know, everything's working great. You're doing such a good job. They do call you, though, when someone else is ranking above HPE.com. Mm-hmm. Right. You get that lovely phone call saying, hey, Jared, guess what? Competitor X is above me and I don't like it. What are you going to do about it? So what do you do in that process? How do you handle that process? And I'll give you a quick story. When I was at eBay. I get this email all the time, right? And back when I was at eBay, the iPhone was the hot thing, right? And I get at least once a week an email saying, why is eBay not ranking number one for Apple? And I had a canned response that basically told the person who sent the email, we didn't invent the iPhone. So we're not ranking number one, but I can get you number two. <laughs> it's the best I can do. Oh, for sure. <laughs> so how do you guys handle it at HPE? And what, what do you do in terms of the core of the questions, underperformance or non-performant efforts? How do you handle the process behind that? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Definitely looking at what is a priority. Obviously, if you identify these keywords or these products or these competitors for your products to be mission critical obviously you're going to drop everything you're doing and you know come up with a plan but you know when you do your quarterly reviews and see how you know things were performing from the previous year like yeah how can we you know get number one i'm like well let's level set expectations here if wikipedia is defining something it's going to be extremely hard to beat wikipedia if there's a branded key term that you are unaware of and they are now ranking number one and their sole business is focused on this keyword we're going to be hard pressed trying to you know rank number one for that particular product so definitely leveling expectations with particular stakeholders it greatly helps out the seo process because they understand you know why we're not devoting a whole bunch of information then step two is like okay well let's see where we are at with executing some of our technical asks or some of our publishing asks sometimes our technical team is maybe one or two months behind a sprint because that's just how it's set up and because the website's so huge they just have to do it in sprints like well unfortunately you're gonna have to wait until you know q3 or q4 for this to get fully actualized because the web development team has to complete things previously done because they were waiting three or four months before you made an ask. So uh, making sure that happens. And then the actual genuine ones where we're seeing, hey, we're slipping in performance. We would like to, for you to come up with a, a new way or another technique or a new strategy on how we can get that done. I'm relatively good at trying to see how we can get as much data on that as much as possible and how we can cross-reference that and v, you know do all the V lookups and all, all that to see if it's actually a problem or maybe it's being a perceived a problem and maybe it's due to seasonality or due to outside factors. Like I know a lot of our traffic uh, was bumped up because of some of the discovery events that we have over the summer that can 
you know, skew some of the data that we typically would see and prove a false positive as far as this is a loss in traffic, but actually it's just, you know, more traffic was sent to the site because of our concerted efforts. But also, you know, we try to see if there's any type of keywords. Uh, I know when we use our tools, we can see several competitors jumping up 20 and 30 and 40 spots. Then that's where I go into a uh, competitive analysis and see, well, how are they doing compared to us? Do they have more images? Do they have content? Did, you know, Google release a new Brock Core update that we were unaware of? Because I know John Mueller is famous for being like, hey guys, by the way, we forgot to tell you, but over the summer, there was volatility involved with some of the key rank or a lot of the rankings, especially in the technology factor. So, you know, making those annotations to see, okay, well, we still need to improve some of the content because all because they jump 40 doesn't mean they're going to go back down 40. We're, we're going to have to, you know, build up that garden wall so that we can maintain our position. Jerry, that's a great response to the performance piece and, and how we often get into this curious situation where stakeholders are coming in, challenging our process and challenging the process from the perspective of, you know, underperformance and, and it kind of reaffirming our process and getting momentum back on track is such a key component to SEO. I hate to say it that it's a long game. I hate to say it. There's external factors like Google updates, but that's all part of the journey of education and in maintaining momentum on our SEO process and improving the knowledge that our stakeholders have. Now I'm going to kind of take a spin on our last question here and kind of go in a different direction. And as a mixed race individual myself and bilingual, I find this to be a really important component of the conversation around SEO, which is how are people of color, minorities uh, developing in the SEO field? And so, Jared, I'd love to get your story in terms of that and, and, and maybe even some, if you're willing to share, some insights or, or ways that people of color can grow in the SEO field and be more connected to this industry? I know when I first came out of college, I was not going into SEO. I think the running joke is that, yeah, you never choose SEO as a career path in college. It's just, you just end up there. So when, you know, a band of misfits just seems super fitting for what SEO is and, you know, be being a minority, especially with, in the marketing space, it's typically, you know, most people don't look like me, which I haven't had a problem with that thus far due to most of the spaces that I've been in. I've, I've been to places like Duke and I've been to like MIT and things of that sort where, you know, a whole bunch of people don't look like me, but because I'm smart enough or I present myself well enough that, you know, people will give me the time of day to hear what I have to say, which, I mean, I'm extremely grateful for. Dovetailing into things such as SEO, because SEO is such a tight knit community, it's not. It's like I really don't expect to look at people that look like me or see people that look like me, rather. But when I do, you know, it's always like, oh, hey, Jared, you know, here's a shared experience that you know a lot of people aren't in SEO spaces, such as myself or such as you. But it doesn't deter me from you know gaining more information, learning more, reaching out, building community. I know with a lot of SEO is heavily determined on what the results look like. And usually, though race isn't too big of a factor, 
if you can deliver the results. If you can deliver the results, you know, they'd be like, okay, cool. You know, we, we can keep this process going. We can, you know, keep doing business. I don't see too many downsides. I don't see too much discrimination per se. I think that's a, a, another misnomer, at least in my current experience where I know in some other fields where some of people in my community get discouraged based off of their skin color. But because, you know, this field is definitely more results driven. Race doesn't have to pay too big of a factor. I don't have to feel as down or maybe take as long as of a road as, you know, some of my peers or counterparts would. Yeah, there's definitely a lot of, you know, encouragement in terms of kind of controlling your own destiny, regardless of race, gender, background. I really love seeing SEOs who just come out of high school, right? Like, and it's happening more and more, right? Especially very technical ones. It's a field that, like you said, is a group of misfits, right? There is no formal education for this, but it is a massive need for organizations and enterprises and I do believe diversity plays a key role in the future of this space. It, 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 it provides a different lens, a different perspective, a different viewpoint that is often forgotten in search and that we need as institutions and organizations to become better and more capable at serving not just our core customers, but the community at large, right? And I mean, I think especially in B2B, like you guys are in, it's sometimes hard to see the forest for the trees, right? You're like, oh, I'm selling to another billion dollar company. Yeah. But that billion dollar company is selling to someone who's just a Johnny or a Sally like you or I. So, so important for us to recognize kind of the value of, of the chain and the whole ecosystem and that it all kind of connects uh, in some big way. So, but I appreciate you sharing that and sharing your story with our audience. We, we don't get enough of that on, on the voice of search and, and, and in the SEO space in general. Okay, that wraps up this episode of the Voices of Search podcast. Big thank you to Jarrett Weathersby, Global SEO Manager at Hewler Packard Enterprise for joining us. If you can't wait until our next episode and would like to learn more about Jarrett, you can find a link to LinkedIn profile in our show notes or visit his company website, hpe.com. Okay, thanks to Jordan Cooney, the founder of Previsible. If you'd like to get in touch with Jordan, you can find a link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can contact him on Twitter. His handle is JT Cooney, that's J-T-K-O-E-N-E. Or you can visit his company's website, which is previsible.io. That's P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E.io. And a special thanks to Previsible for sponsoring this podcast. If you're looking for support with all of your SEO needs, Previsible's integrated consulting model is there for you. They draw on a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to help you unlock your organic search and growth opportunities. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, and Square, all who rely on SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. And a special thanks to Ahrefs for sponsoring this podcast. Monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools, but that's not the case anymore thanks to Ahrefs because they just launched their Ahrefs Webmaster Tools product, which monitors your SEO health, helps you keep track of your backlinks, and gives you the insight into what keywords are performing for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com awt. That's Ahrefs, A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T.
Just one more link in our show notes I'd like to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, head over to voicesofsearch.com where we have summaries of all of our episodes and contact information for our guests. You can also subscribe to our weekly newsletter and you can even send us your topic suggestions or your marketing questions, which we'll answer live on our show. Of course, you can always reach out on social media. Our handle is Voices of Search on LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, or you can contact me directly. My handle is Ben J. Shap, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. And if you haven't subscribed yet, and you want a daily stream of SEO and content marketing insights in your podcast feed, we're going to publish an episode every day during the work week. So hit that subscribe button in your podcast app and we'll be back in your feed tomorrow morning. All right, that's it for today. But until next time, remember, the answers are always in the data.